When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What is Canada's game of the week in the CFL? Hamilton at Ottawa, Friday night. Red Blacks favored by three and a half. Touchdown Atlantic, Sass versus Toronto. We in Halifax. Argos favored by ten and a half. Saturday night, BC Lions at Edmonton. Lions favored by eight and a half. And then Sunday... The Calgary Stampeders running away with it, not shockingly, is touchdown Atlantic. Come on down to Century Downs Racetrack and Casino and watch the game with us. There we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Hour 2 coming in hot on the Game Plus Television Network, which is Channel 924, Telus Optic TV across Alberta and BC. We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino, and as luck would have it, we got a very special guest here on Hour 2. Uh, coming up later, by the way, uh, Mo Egger from ESPN Cincinnati to talk Bengals and Reds, but it just so happened that Ryan Strasnitsky is in town, his hometown of Airdrie, Alberta. But as we just got chatting, and we got him on camera here right now, Humble Broncos alum, Paralympa hockey player, Adidas brand ambassador, uh, the busiest guy in town. Straz, welcome to the RP Show, bud. Thanks for having me. It's the first time we've met in person, so it is an honor to have you down here, man. Yeah, no, this is great. Easy location. I mean, I've never quite explored here before, but I'm, you know, going to come back for sure. Like literally like 10 minutes away-ish? <laughs> 10 minutes? If that, your home yeah. 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 So we got talking here, and uh, like I say, I feel like everybody knows Ryan's story, but we are on the radio in Atlanta and 31 U.S. states. Everybody knows the Humboldt Broncos story. Ryan, one of the 29, and it's been quite a journey since. And we can get into a little bit of that too, but more than anything, as I said to Ryan, I want a life update now for you. I feel like you're the busiest guy I know. Yeah. Busy's I mean, good. <laughs> it can be. It can be a lot, but I, I appreciate it, and I, I like the challenge, right? Right. So where do, where do we start? Like I said, I was doing some Google News searches on you. That's where I realized you're into a little bit of everything. Yeah. So maybe we should start there. Definitely, yeah. I mean, uh, we can start with adaptive sports. Uh, yeah. I play sled hockey. I'm on Team Canada's development roster, which is you know the one right below the, the Olympic, uh, Paralympic roster. Uh, playing golf as well, adaptive golf. Uh, tried rowing, tried wheelchair basketball, wheelchair rugby. Like, I'm trying everything I can to see how many sports I can qualify for the Paralympics for and, and just chasing those dreams every day. Well, and you're spending some time in the weight room. I said you're pretty jacked up here. Is that from sled hockey or what? Like, uh, yeah, it's a mix of everything. I think yeah. uh, being in a wheelchair, you use your upper body every day. And, uh, you know, training in the gym. I got I work with great trainers and, and great athletes all around me that, that kind of push me and get me better. We should talk about that. So you're working out at Windsport with Olympians. Yeah. That, does that push you every day to get to their level? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah. that environment, I mean, everyone's so intense. And you can just see them trying to get better each and every time. Like whether that's, you know, 10%, 1%, no matter what, they're, they're getting better. And I mean, I look at that and I take inspiration from that. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm here to match that energy and, and try to reach my goals as well. Well, it wasn't very long after the accident that you said, I want to represent Canada on the sledge hockey team. So now you have a goal of 2026. Is it not easy to get on that team is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple spots every year. and That's no, it. Yeah, exactly. Just working my butt off to try and get it. Yeah, well, it doesn't hurt that they're like they're based in basically your hometown, mm -hmm. right? So they can keep an eye on you and your development and so forth. Yeah, so that's the sports aspect. But then the other thing, and I can't remember where I read the story. It might have been global, that you're working as an advocate 
for people with disabilities to make the world more accessible. Definitely, I think through the foundation that I run, the Strass Strong Foundation, which aims to give back to those with both mental and physical disabilities a better quality of life through adaptive sports and rehabilitation needs. Uh, I want to be an accessibility consultant and specialist to help those going through this whole process because, you know, like we talked about, I went through all that, that stuff that's yeah. not always fun to deal with so that I can, you know, give some guidance to those looking for it. Yeah, so, and that's the thing. I want to ask about your message, um, what you learned out of this, but how do you, I really want to know how you divide your time. Because <laughs> a lot of people want your time, I, I can't imagine. Yeah, I mean, I, I try to allocate it to, to what's important. I have priorities and obviously spreading the message and going on a show like this is yeah. super important. And, and we, you know, we need more of that. So, you know, aside from sports and all the recreational stuff I do, it's important to give back to the community and, and raise awareness. And, and, you know, again, thank you for the opportunity because this, this helps spread the message. Well, uh, and you're, you got to be somewhere by noon, you said. So this is the, the floor is yours. I mean, so you have been given a platform to spread the message. What is the word? that you do want to pass along. Let's do that right now before we get into other stuff. I think uh, the biggest message that I've learned, obviously, throughout my hockey career was teamwork uh, does a lot when you aim towards a common goal. But the biggest thing was that perseverance uh, piece. You know, when one door closes, another one opens. My entire life, that door shut on me, on me all the time and yeah. always had to look for other opportunities and, and put in more work and extra work and find alternative routes. And that was the, the key to my success. And, the you know, it's going to keep leading me to success in the future is continually finding those open doors. You know, when opportunities shut down, there's always alternatives. Well... From the moment I saw you come through here, you had a smile on your face. You seem very excited about the future. Yeah. What has you most excited? I think there's just so much on the go. There's so much unknown, and I, I like chasing that, right? It's, it's doing the right things, being a good person, but also doing what you believe in. I mean, I'm, I'm just continuing to chase that, live the life I want to live, and just stay excited for the future no matter what it well, is. Well, I can tell. I can see the light in your eyes. But there was a quote of yours that really I thought was poignant, and it was when the Broncos were playing their first game the next year. And you said, I'm not going back. That's not my team. And I knew exactly what you meant. People don't understand. No two teams are the same. No. Year after year after year. Did you take any flack for that? Or did people kind of back off and realize what you were saying? It's a little bit of both. Like, there was yeah. a mix. I mean, I obviously didn't mean it in, in uh, derogatory terms right. or anything like that. I just... You know, the camaraderie that was built over that season and, and having lost that was, was going to be hard to, to come to terms with. And especially going to see uh, a game where I should have been playing and my teammates should have been playing, it, it's hard to watch. So obviously just needed time to recover and reflect. And then uh, the following year, I ended up going back and, and watching. And, and uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, an experience for sure. Sure. Well, you clearly don't have any bad feelings about the town of Humboldt, but we all know just things went sideways to a degree that you did. Who could have predicted any, any of that, right? Yeah. So, uh I obviously get that, but I, you know, I've worked so much with, with people connected to the community and so forth, and uh, it's tough, but you need to look forward, and that's clearly what you're doing. Hmm. But there's been some cool stuff along the way. You're, you're telling me about getting to know Hextall with the Flyers and getting out to Seattle. So, so talk about the NHL contacts you've made in the it, last few years. It's been insane. Like all the Calgary yeah. Flames, the coaching staff, and the players. I mean, I got to go to Toronto with Adidas and, and train with... Uh, um, Gary Roberts and his group, so Connor McDavid, uh, Phil Castle, like all those guys are training there, and I'm, I'm like, never in a million years would I have this opportunity, right? So I'm going to take advantage of it and just, and just cherish those memories because, you know, it's, it's incredible. Gary Roberts was a great flame, obviously, but here's the one inside thing that I've heard from flames people that were around in the 80s. They said the most ironic thing was he was not a workout guy as a player. <laughs> Did you hear ever hear that? I've never they, heard that. They said it's ironic that he's now the guy, the guru yeah. for NHL training players when he wasn't one as a player, but sometimes that's how they figure it out. But what, what is his secret? Because they say he's the GOAT. I'm not of, sure, but that guy is jacked. Like, he, he's, he's shredded, so. He doesn't have any real, how do he help you? Uh, he kind of gave me, you know, some training programs. I told him how sledge works, like a lot of upper body, shoulders, stability, all things like that. And he kind of came up with a workout plan within a couple of days and uh, got me in touch with a nutritionist out there and kind of got that experience of training like a professional athlete. So, I mean, he was, he was the man. He, he helped me out. Well, you're wearing the Adidas gear too. I don't think we've talked about that. So what, what's your title? Brand ambassador with Adidas or something? Yeah, it was a, it was a sponsored athlete and then brand ambassador. So, um, you know, my four years was up. I think last month and now we're working on uh, extending that contract for another four years and maybe diving into other sports besides sled hockey. 
Golf? Maybe? Yeah, Adidas Golf for sure. That's, that's in the works. How are you at adaptive golf, by the way? Explain that to me. So I, I have this paragolfer machine that helps me stand up, and I swing with one arm to get more rotation. Uh, you know, the game has gotten better since I started playing. Um, you know, I'm able to play from the whites and, and just play with friends and just get integrated back into the sport once again. So really fortunate, and I'm hoping to actually raise money for more adaptive equipment like this so that other people can play. Do you recall who did the news coverage on that? Because I saw that contraption out on the golf course. Yeah. Like, who who did the story on that? You remember? There was a lot of stories on was that. There? Uh, the guy named Bill Graveland with the... Oh, the Canadian National. Press, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Canadian Press. And, uh, yeah, he helped me out, and he kind of got the story going, and then everyone was asking about it. So that kind of got the idea and kind of sparked the ignition to try and raise funds to improve the game. The power of the media. And Bill's right here in Calgary, right? Uh, yeah. So where do they manufacture these adaptive golf machines? <laughs> So the one I just bought was actually in Germany. Um, so I had to, you know, obviously pay for that, pay for shipping. Came to Vancouver, had to work on getting a trailer out here. So it was a process, but now that it's at Heritage Point in Calgary, we're in golf whenever. So talked about going to Toronto, training with the NHL stars, the Adidas thing, but there, that's not all. Talk about Philly, Seattle, what are we missing? Talk about those experiences. So I went to Philadelphia uh, my third month of rehab after the accident, and right there it kind of sped up the process of me, you know, working on living life with a spinal cord injury. From there I made bonds with the Philadelphia Flyers. They hooked me up. I got to tour everything and just made good friends with uh, Ron Hextall and, and that group out there. Uh, and then Seattle was a recent trip I had with my, my long-term friend and uh, met up down there and actually met up met up with uh, Brian Burke and Ron Hextall with, when they were with Pittsburgh. Hey, so, those guys, yeah. Yeah. I got to read the opening lineup for for the Penguins and got to give in the uh, room. Yeah, in the room, got to give fist bumps to Crosby, and that was a that was incredible. Like he didn't say much, but like that feeling of fist bumping him was just it just got chills, right? He doesn't strike me as the most loud guy. No, no, <laughs> right? I, I mean that fist bump, I just got chills. It was, it was of crazy. course, yeah. So at this point, we can basically say you're a Calgary kid. Do you say you're a Calgary yeah. kid? Yeah. yeah. Who's your favorite NHL team? Has it changed through these experiences or no? So my favorite team growing up since 2006 uh, was the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, oh. I was a Jonathan Tays fan. Yeah. So I uh, watched him uh, my entire life and always you know, cheered for the Blackhawks. We got a guy roaming through here today wearing a Blackhawks jacket. And it looks like team issued. It has number 58 on it. I don't know who the heck that would be. So are you still a Blackhawks fan then? Yeah. That's still number one? Yeah, I stuck with them through last year and, uh, you know, I'll continue to do so. So give me your read on where they're going. Obviously, I'm a Bedard guy. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think? Absolutely. Like, good, good talent, good prospects coming up. I mean, they, they brought in some veteran players this year coming in. So, uh, you know, I'm hoping that within the next few years we can kind of make a jump for uh, at least a playoff, playoff uh, spot. So... Uh, it's tough to say. You know, it's so unpredictable and sporadic that um, you never know what's going to happen, but I think they're, they're in the right direction. It's funny with, you mentioned Taves. Was he your favorite player? Yeah. They played the Flames, as you know, last game of the year here, uh, and he's out last minute taking draws in a one-goal game. And I'm like, I thought he was done. I thought he was washed up. Yeah. He'll never be. No. He's like, a stud. He is. I mean, even going through what he went through is incredible to watch. Like, he's just persevering, right? He's a good yeah. leader, and... Uh, I don't think uh, that'll that'll ever be beaten. So sled hockey, what's your position? What's your role? Defenseman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely it's more of a stay-at-home guy for sure, but because uh, those guys are fast, right? And so I got to play smarter rather than try to keep up to a guy that, you know, is just physically impossible. So a uh, stay-at-home player and, and just trying to help the team on the back end. So let me ask you this. You ha you've talked about the physical recovery. How about your emotional and mental recovery? How's that been? It's good. I mean, it, it's better now than it was. I mean, obviously the pandemic uh, worked a lot on a lot of people. And for me, that was that was tough because there was nothing to do. And my whole life has been about being busy and, and just continuing continuing to push forward. So uh, during the pandemic, it was hard to uh, sort of take into consideration that I'm not doing anything. What do I what do I know about myself? How am I recovering? Like self-reflection that I've never really done before. After the pandemic, I went through uh, you know a couple therapy sessions and and figured out ways to uh, basically take those emotional ties and put it into things like playing guitar and writing and and uh, working out like things like that that essentially help my emotional recovery today. So you had help with that? Yeah, yeah, I definitely had to seek out help, which is something I wasn't used to. It was so unfamiliar and uh, definitely awkward. Like it was hard for me to actually do it. But the first step was just reaching out, and from there it's yeah. kind of history. So you're probably. You wouldn't be human if you hadn't thought at some point, why me? Yeah. And you probably will never get the answer to that. You probably realized that, right? Mm -hmm. So when did you turn that into, this is what my life is, yeah. and make the most of it? Uh, 
probably within the last few years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like right after the pandemic, I was like, okay, this is my life. Am I going to let, you know, kind of life dictate where I'm going or am I going to try and take control and, and do what I can with, with what I got? So that's where I kind of flipped the switch and started the foundation and started working out, started trying to find a career path and, and you know, expanding my horizons. So what kind of messages have inspired you along the way? Because I can't even imagine the messages you've received from people. It's crazy. I hear stories. I hear messages. It's it's hard to sort of wrap your head around. But I, I just try to stick to that. You know, when one door closes, another one opens. Mm-hmm. So uh, even though I'm you know still tr- striving for these goals, even if I don't make them, I know that there's alternatives and, and other open doors. Sure. But I mean, people reaching out to you saying, you know, I had this tragic thing happen to me, but because you're not giving up, I'm not going to give up. Yeah. You had to have had that. Oh yeah, yeah. I get that all the time, and I'm you know I'm super fortunate. And those people are, are strong. Like it's you know we're all in this together. It's not one story is greater than the other. It's everyone goes through something, and and depending on how they handle it, right? You can be a winner or you can look at it as a failure. So um, you know all these people saying that my story inspired them is, is crazy to think about because I'm just living my life, right? And just a normal guy, exactly. Like a hockey player, hockey player, just always pushing yeah. forward. So yeah. So what is next? for you and when i say next later today next month next year what do you think what are Um, your goals yeah just continuing to uh, grow the foundation uh we want to raise awareness for this raise some funds and give back to the community i think that's number one and on top of that we're um you know working on adaptive sports right seeing how we can grow each each and every individual individual sport and and try to get into the paralympics and and show people that no matter the situation you're in you can achieve your goals so that's where we'll leave it and i'll let you go because you have another appointment how can people look up your foundation help your foundation and that kind of thing yeah so it's the strastrongfoundation.com s-t-r-a-z strongfoundation.com and then right there is access to everything whether that's public speaking gigs or you want to find out about our charity golf tournament at the end of august feel free to check it out and and get some teams involved but uh yeah thank you again for having me on well absolutely ryan i big fan obviously watching you closely and you're winning man that's what I love. And we should mention Cami, how great she is, that yeah. she would, she's the reason you're here. Yeah. So how did that come about? Cami Kepke, the global sports icon here in Calgary. She's great. I mean, she yeah. helped me out from the start. She was uh, kind of doing everything uh, since my recovery period after the accident. We've kept in touch and always run into each other at events and she's helped me out. So she's, she's amazing and you know, she's the best. Don't let her go. (laughs) Real hard worker. Straz, all right, continued success, man. Can't wait to watch you in the Olympic. Thank you. All right, Ryan Strasnitsky joining us here at Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. We'll be right back more with the Moose and Mo Wagger coming up too from ESPN Cincinnati. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube Live. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Okay, we are back live at Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. It's hour two. 
we're brought to you in part by Bet Regal, as you can tell by my bunny hug today. Darren Moose DuPont rejoins us from Toronto. Uh, before we jump into a sports update and all the rest, some comments have come in, Moose, about our interview with the great Ryan Strasnitsky. And um, more than anything, it was an honor for me to finally get to meet the kid. After all the work that we've done with the Broncos, I'd never met him uh, in person. And he is something. Uh, so from Allie in Texarkana, she says, love that interview. What a warrior. Randy from the Peg says, great interview with Ryan. Nice to hear Taves is his favorite player. Jen from the Four Seasons says, what an amazing young man you are, Ryan. Inspirational. Brian in Edmonton says, awesome. Excited to see Ryan's career ahead for him. And Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, what a great young man. After what happened to Ryan, he's an inspiration to all people, whether they have disabilities or not. Thank you. What was your takeaway from that? It was awesome. Um, you know, A, the adaptive sports that he's doing and trying different things. I mean, I just watched the wheelchair, wheelchair tennis doubles at Wimbledon. Like, the possibilities are just amazing. But the one that stood out for me was at the end of the interview. He's like, it's really, he said, it's not a contest. We all go through things. It's not my thing's worse than yours or your thing's worse than the next person's. We're all going through it. It's how you respond to it. We, we can help each other, you know, grow and, and overcome these things. And, you know, his mindset, I'm sure it wasn't always this way, but he's got such a great outlook right yeah. now, and I think that's the biggest takeaway. Such a special young man, and as he said, it wasn't just within the last, until the last couple of years that he stopped asking why me and yeah. turned it to he can inspire people. And that's what I wanted to, uh, and I, I had a sense that was what he was going to say, but I didn't, never heard him say it before. So I was glad to hear him say it. So Ryan Strasnitsky, humble Broncos alum, and support his foundation, strasstrong.com. And thank you to Cammy Kepke for lining it up. So we got a lot of things on the go here today, as we always do. I was saying to Karen here from Century Down, summer is tough because there's football fans, soccer fans, golf fans, tennis fans. Everybody wants something different. In the winter, we all love hockey. Makes it a lot easier. You know what I mean? And even now today, yeah. the poll question today is which of these bridesmaids teams, which by the way is brought to you by Key Auto Group, which of these bridesmaid NHL teams will be the next to win a Stanley Cup? And it's brought to you by Key Auto Group. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed with your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. <laughs> Edmonton. Dallas, Carolina, and Toronto are the four teams. The orders are running away with it. Why would I be surprised that this discussion has morphed into Winnipeg Jets fans being upset that they're not in the poll and who will win a Stanley Cup first between them and Toronto? Why would that surprise me? <laughs> I know. Between that and, I mean, shocker, a Western Canadian team's leading the poll on this Western Canadian popular show, right? Um, but, you know, that's just, that's hockey fans. That's what's so great about it is, you know, teams that feel like they should be in the conversation, may their fan base feel slighted. So they're like, well, we should be in this poll. Well, go out and prove it. The team's got a chance this year to go out and prove that they belong in the poll. Well, nary a day goes by here in this town, as you can imagine, that we're not hearing about the flames. And I'm like, listen, boys, you got a long, <laughs> long ways to go. They're not even in this conversation right now which is really sad because who the heck was I? oh i went out and chatted with the urbans the other day did i tell you that brandon no. and bruce yeah we did we had like a almost two hour meeting at western rv just up here in airdrie i'm like i've been meeting for quite some time to go visit those two former owners of the rush and we saskatchewan rush and we got talking about the flames of course and uh brandon was like well a lot of people had high hopes for the flames last year i'm like i picked them for the stanley cup and brandon's like yeah you did uh not shockingly brandon at western rv is on top of what everybody's doing and what everybody's saying he may not let you know that he is but he is so anyways the the flames aren't in that conversation sorry but can you tell me if you feel the Leafs are honestly ahead of the Jets to win the Stanley Cup, and, and maybe they are, I don't know, but clearly you feel oh, yeah. they are. I, I think they are at this stage, and I think you'd have to, it's hard to argue it, I feel like, from the other side. You know, when you look at a Jets team, 
that fizzled out and the, the changes that they're going through, the Leafs, at least for this coming season, look like it's a retool and, and just, just re, reload and go. And they've added and, and think they're in a little bit of a better spot or at least a similar spot. The Jets, we don't really know what they are, right? And we still don't know what's left. Like, we don't know if Shifley or Hellebuck are going to be there to start the season or not or if at some point they get moved, right? So there's just a lot of uncertainty around Winnipeg. I think that's the biggest thing. The, potent, the, the, the opportunity to go and have success and get something back for those guys and be really good is right there. But I think the biggest thing is we just don't know what the Jets are right now. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of uncertainty around every team. That's just sports. Yeah. But from our audience, and listen, folks, we got a lot of time here, almost 10 minutes. Whatever you'd like us to talk about, fire it our way. Progressive Insurance text line 902-518-3033 or in the streaming chat. We are Atlanta's NHL show, by the way, on WQEE. Number one, Randy in the peg says, the Jets do not belong in the poll, and I am a Jets fan. <laughs> That's from Randy. He's like, no, I'm talking about teams that are knocking on the door every year to win a Stanley Cup, but don't quite do it. There's really only three, the more I think about it. The Hurricanes, the Oilers, and the Stars. And I feel like we haven't missed on those. And I only put in Toronto, and Darren knows why, to be a fly in the ointment. And guess what? It's worked. I don't believe that the Jets were a bridesmaid. Not now. And I'll get to you comments from Flames fans in a second. But the Jets got a lot of problems to figure out. And are you paying attention, everybody? Number one was Blake Wheeler. That's why I don't really understand this phoniness of sports now. Again, Karen and I had a long talk about this before the show. I'm not going to quote you, Karen. Don't worry. But I said how much it's changed. I don't get the phoniness. Can we not just say it? Blake Wheeler was a cancer. He had to go. First thing Rick Bonus did when he got into Winnipeg is strip the sea off. And now they're talking about retiring his number, having a video thing. You couldn't wait to get him out of town. Can we just say it? That's what it was with Jack Eichel in Buffalo. And by the way, who's having the last laugh now? But we're not talking about Jack Eichel. We're talking about the Winnipeg Jets and Blake Wheeler. And now they're saying the same thing about Shifley. Nobody's saying Connor Hellebuck is a cancer. But I think we're looking at that, and he's like, I don't want to be part of this. This is the conundrum that keeps Jets fans up at night, is Kevin Sheveldayoff built this talented roster, but it clearly has a rotten culture. Who's responsible, and how do we fix it? And then when Rick Bonus calls them out, and he doesn't get back by the team, and you want to put them in the poll for a team that's close to winning the Stanley Cup? Get bent. And then with the Flames... Couple things. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes in and says, Rod, what are you willing to do if you're wrong about the Flames? Uh, which time, Jeff? I picked him for the Stanley Cup <laughs> final last year. So what do you, don't come at me. The Flames are the problem. I'm not the problem. I believed in them. And they let me down, and they let you down, and they let everybody down. Don't come at me. They got, a, they got a, questions to answer, too. The orders really don't. Dallas really doesn't. And who's our other? Carolina really does it. They're all knocking on the door. Eventually, they're going to kick it in, but only really one can. And the poll question is, is who's it going to be? Um, Brian in Edmonton says, at least Calgary has an all-sports radio station. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, anyways, your thoughts on this? <laughs> no, it's just, it's, it's a wonderful debate, and the the thing is, we're going to be able to have this debate until one of them knocks the door down. And every fan base will be able to say, I'm right and you're wrong, until you prove them wrong on the ice and a team wins. So it's what's going to make it a lot of fun is these teams that have been pushing and pushing and pushing. Can they break through? And if they don't, like Winnipeg had just continued to retool and retool and, and, and push, and then it started to crumble, and now they've decided to break the core up and go the other way. And that's really hard when your team is pushing, pushing, and, and gets close and then has to turn back and say, it's not happening, we got to start again. And Toronto's really close to that too. Like the Matthews contract and the Nylander thing, like they're climbing here, but if these guys don't, and they don't get through the door, they're going to have to turn around and rebuild and that fan base will be just crushed. Colin in Ottawa says, the Oilers don't have questions to answer, Rod. How about between the pipes? 
How about it? Stuart Skinner was a Calder Trophy finalist last year. Stuart Skinner's going to be fine. He's got WHL championship credentials. He was great in Bakersfield. They're fine in goal. That's not a question they have. Next. By the way, the fun thing, Moose, in our chat with the Urbans, which, by the way, I love them. And they know that. Brandon and Bruce. They called me up and they said, Rod, we're coming to Regina. Uh, can we go for breakfast? I'd never met him before. It's like four or five, six years ago when I was voice of the Rough Riders. It was a three, three and a half hour breakfast. I had to call home and say, yeah, still going. Call back an hour later. Yeah, won't be home. Still going. We're sitting at Perkins having scrambled eggs. We had to order twice. So yesterday, we're sitting, or when did I go up? Two days ago. We're talking about the Stampeders running out of hot dogs at halftime. And we talked about leadership. Because we said in Vegas, if you drop the ball with the Golden Knights organization, you're gone. That's just the expectation. And by the way, who's got the Stanley Cup? Vegas. They rule by fear. You don't produce, you're fired. Everybody knows it. We talked about other organizations and how they run. So we said, is somebody going to get fired because they ran out of hot dogs at halftime? And these are the Urbans, as pro sports operators, said, well, probably not. It just seems that in that organization, they don't, you, get, you don't get fired. They don't get fired that easy, right? In Vegas, right. you run out of hot dogs at the end of the second <laughs> period. <laughs> You're gone. You're done. That's the sense we get. Two different ways to run an organization, which, by the way, the Urbans won three Champions Cups with the Rush. They didn't rule like that. I know, I know, and so do you. What they did, they brought in Derek Keenan, the coach and general manager, and said, Derek, what do you need from us to be successful? I need this, 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 and this. There you go. Now go win. He never found out what would happen if he didn't win because he won. You know what I mean? But they didn't have that iron yeah. fist mentality. And how I got down this road, I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> from High Explosive, that's the account watching on streaming says the flames are in trouble i heard they're moving to atlanta lol hot damn i don't know about that i have i really have no idea and quite frankly i'm staying out of that conversation because i don't i don't want to know what's going to happen with the flames i can't imagine calgary without the flames i can't imagine they would ever let that happen that they would leave but they'd better start digging a hole for a new rink and soon I agree. You know, they need a new rink it, badly. And, you know, to create that experience for the players, because that's the world we're in now. It's not a world of like just happy to have an opportunity and I'll play wherever I'm drafted. Now the players get to choose where they want to go and decide. The players have the power and they don't want to go and play in an old rink, you know, in a cold place. They want luxuries. They want these extra amenities because <laughs> that's what they see in all the leagues. What? I don't think Bruce Urban would mind. Well, no, it was. Uh, <laughs> you, you've been around Bruce Urban enough, right? The dad? Yeah. The main big cheese. It was <laughs> like, because they go to all the Flames games and they're like, what do, you, what do you think? Why do you think Huberto played the way he did? He got traded from Florida where he's skateboarding to the rink and in palm trees. And now he's driving out of that dump. Minus exactly. 40 down McLeod Trail. Why do you think he's mad? Two that little holes where Bruce. he scraped the window like that's it. Like. <laughs> that came from Bruce. Uh. The owner. He's like, no wonder he's upset. I'm like, okay, well, I was thinking it, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> Are you coming back for an overtime oh, moose or not? Uh, hey. I think I'm out now. I'm out now. Okay. Have a good one. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Mo Egger <laughs> joins us next. We're, by the way, we're very big at the state of Ohio on the Buckeye cable system. Mo has that cable in his house on the Game Plus television network. We'll be right back. We're also on WQEE radio, podcast, and YouTube live.
PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. ARP show continues live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino. And I've been waiting about an hour and a half for this interview. Can we bring in Mo Egger from ESPN Cincinnati Radio? And Mo, you don't even know why. I had a guy come up to me here in front of the slot machines an hour ago. And he goes, Rod, can you tell me why the Cincinnati Reds are so good this year? I said, I have no idea. But I know a guy that does. And his name's Mo. I'm not sure I I'm not sure I have an idea, but I can try to fake it for you. Okay, Mo Egger, why are the Reds so good this year? Uh, they've done a really good job at uh, acquiring and promoting at pretty much the same time a lot of really good offensive players. And the, the remarkable thing about this team, Rod, if if you would have said to me in March, uh, come late July, the Reds are going to be competitive, I, I would have thought, and I think most of most Reds fans and most people who follow this club would have thought that that's going to happen because – uh, the big three, as we put them in their starting uh, rotation, has been really good. Hunter Green, Graham Ashcraft, and Nick Lodolo. And the reality is uh, that's not why they are where they are. Nick, uh, Nick Lodolo has pitched four games this season. Hunter Green has spent most of the summer on the injured list. Graham Ashcraft missed a month the month prior to that. He wasn't very effective. What they have done is they have gone from a team that in April was dormant offensively to one that is dynamic. And y- you, you might not think that's the case. Have you watched? them yesterday in Milwaukee when they got shut out, but uh, they've put together a team, uh, offensively at least, that doesn't have a lot of holes in the lineup. They can score in a lot of different ways. They put a lot of pressure on opposing defenses. Their stolen base rate has slowed down a little bit, but they've promoted and gotten a lot from the likes of Andrew Abbott, who pitched great the other night against the Milwaukee Brewers in a huge game. Obviously, Ella De La Cruz, who might be the most exciting player in baseball right now. Matt McClain. They acquired Spencer Steer at the trade deadline last year. They promoted him. He was the Rookie of the Month for the month of May. They got Will Benson in an offseason deal from the Cleveland Guardians. They brought him to the big leagues. He has done almost nothing but produce both at the plate and in the field. It's a really good offensive club, but I think the real sort of secret to, to why this team is at, at least in the hunt is the fact that David Bell has done a really good job with this bullpen. Uh, they have an all-star closer in Alexis Diaz, and then a lot lot of guys who aren't household names and uh, I think a lot of those individual pitchers have overachieved and I think David Bell has done a really good job of kind of managing that crew for a team that doesn't have very good starting pitching and is in a ton of close games that sort of bullpen usage is at a premium and David Bell I think has mastered it this year that's what I was going to ask you. He's been there since 2019 David Bell usually when you're looking at a team that went from a perennial also ran to a division mm-hmm. leader, something's changed. And he would be yeah. one of those, he would be the biggest linchpin. Because Joey Votto's been there for a long time, perennial all-star. Mm-hmm. I mean, do they, you know, Toronto favorite son, as you know. But something <laughs> clearly changed. Yeah, I mean, what what changed is the Reds have a bunch of good players, and the Reds didn't have any good players last year. Let's let's be honest. And and what they the direction yeah. they chose to go in last season was panned. It was unpopular, and it was accompanied by some comments by ownership that went over like a lead balloon. But within the parameters, which were of what? Which were what? What do the uh, owners say? Where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Said it to me. I asked him, why should fans trust you? And he goes, well, where else are you going to go? And, you know, people made fun of him for that, and understandably so. But within yeah, the parameters have. that ownership dictated, which was we're going to go young and we're going to go cheap, the baseball operations department has done a really good job of accumulating, and the development staff has done a really good job of developing Good young players. They've also done pretty well in the draft. You know, they've got a guy in TJ Friedel who's uh, helped set the tone at the top of the batting order at various times this year. They've put together a really good offensive club. And we talked about David Bell. David Bell's interesting. He doesn't have a contract for next year. 
Uh, David Bell was not the reason why the Reds lost 100 games last season. Uh, and, and yet my fear was if they got off to a slow start, they were, in essence, going to scapegoat him. Instead, what has happened is this team has great chemistry. This team plays really well with and for each other. And I think those things, to a degree, are more a reflection of of how good the manager is than what, what plays he calls or deciding when to hit and run or steal a base or bunt and stuff like that. I think David Bell deserves a contract extension. And one of the more interesting storylines as we go into the last two months of the season is going to be to see if he gets it. Yeah, well, it sounds like they're winning in spite of ownership. What he said to you says <laughs> tells me all I need to know about the owner. Well, I, I know. Hey, there, there were there, there were the comments by ownership, but but okay, that's one thing. And I didn't like the comments, but I, I think if 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 you injected truth serum into Phil Castellini and said, okay, could you go back in time? If you could go back in time, how would you have handled it? I think he would have been a little bit less combative and a little bit more. Uh, I, I think assuring, if that's a word, and telling fans, look, we're confident in what we have coming up. We know there's going to be some short-term pain. Stick with us. If you don't, we hope you come back by the time we're good because we think we're going to be good in the not-too-distant future, and that's turned out to be the case. Yeah, fair. Well, so, speaking of all of that, um, switching to the NFL, which I know you thought you were coming here to talk on today. Um, <laughs> USA, USA Today, I always love their records predictions going into the season, and they're usually pretty right. I don't agree with everything USA Today writes, but I do like their NFL coverage a lot. And they've got the okay. Bengals picked to win the AFC North at 12-5. and five. Then they got Baltimore at 11 wins, Pittsburgh at 11 wins, Cleveland at 10 wins. That's four teams in the division, all with double-digit wins. Is this the toughest division in the National Football League? I think it is. I mean, look at the division top to bottom. You have three Super Bowl coaches. I think every team in the division right now, say what you want about Deshaun Watson as a guy, I think every team in the division right now feels like we've got our guy at quarterback. Now, the, the Baltimore Ravens have made that statement financially. The Browns have. The Bengals are going to. Uh, Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh is still on a rookie contract. How many divisions in football can say all four teams they're, they're pretty comfortable with who their quarterback is. Uh, the, the Baltimore Ravens are a terrific organization. The Pittsburgh Steelers had a very good offseason. I'm not quite yet sure what to make of the Cleveland Browns, but I don't know that it would be a stunning development if Deshaun Watson turned out to have a really good 2023. It's an extraordinarily tough division, uh, which is why, if you're a Bengals fan, we talked about that this offseason. You wanted Aaron Rodgers to go to the Jets because what have the Bengals been able to do over the last couple of years? Well, they've they've won two division titles. They've won uh, 22 regular season games, five games in the postseason. They've only hosted two playoff games. They haven't hosted the AFC championship game. I think this year there's a premium on getting the one seed. How do you get the one seed? Well, you got to win your division first. Uh, that's going to be difficult to do. You also have to have the best record, which means you need the teams in the other divisions to beat each other up. I'm not sure that the Buffalo Bills would not have run away with the AFC East had Aaron Rodgers not been traded to the Jets. So I think that was an important development. But yes, I think the Bengals have a team that has uh, got a very good chance of hoisting the uh, Lombardi Trophy at the end of the year. Maybe you'll be in Vegas and you and I can, can hang out again. But in order to do so, and in order to get the one seed, which has eluded them, uh, they're going to have to survive. Uh, obviously a tough schedule because they have Kansas City, they have Buffalo, they have the first-place schedule. I think they're in the toughest division in the NFL. No doubt. Speaking of Super Bowl, did you end up going to Arizona last year? No. No, I went to Kansas City for the AFC Championship game. The Bengals lost. Uh, and then I drove back from Kansas City, which, boy, that was fun. So uh, no trip to Arizona. I had my hotel booked. I was ready to go. I had no desire to be there if the Bengals weren't going to be there. So I'm doubling down on Vegas this coming February. Hey, trust me, I get it. I didn't go to Arizona either because I had to choose between the NHL All-Star game in Fort Lauderdale, which was or, uh, Sunrise, which is 27 miles from my house. <laughs> Or the Super Bowl in Arizona. It was an easy choice. So if you didn't go and I didn't go, clearly Super Bowl sucked. So we didn't even need to be there. But you this could have year, invited Vegas, me to the NHL All you, you could have invited me to the NHL All Star game if for no other reason we could have gone to the elbow room in Fort Lauderdale. Very good. Well, there's always uh, next year or the future for sure, Mo. Hey, 
<laughs> Always good to see you, my man. Enjoy the chase, and uh, thanks for the time today. Rod, it's good to see you, man. I thought you forgot my number, so I hope, uh, hope we can do it again soon, man. Thanks so much. <laughs> you bet. Thanks, Mo. Mo Egger, ESPN, Cincinnati Radio. Good guy. And if you can believe, our relationship started with a fight. How many can say that? We did it the reverse. It usually starts good, ends bad. Our standard uh, started bad, ended great. Or is still going, actually. Okay, we got some really good comments here on the text line, the Progressive Insurance text line, 902-518-3033. Whatever you people want to talk about. It's up to you next. One more segment to go. We're live from Century Downs Racetrack and Casino on the Game Plus Television Network. Again, available all across Ohio on the Buckeye Cable Carrier. The big three C's, Cincinnati, Columbus, and Cleveland. And Toledo, too. On the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio Podcast and YouTube Live. Overtime is brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the National Football League. Um, the hallmark of my existence in life is upsetting people without meaning to. And that happened a lot today by virtue of our poll question, which I'll get to in a moment. Which NHL bridesmaid team will win the Stanley Cup next? Carolina, Dallas, Edmonton, or Toronto? And I'll get to all the comments from the people that didn't like that list in a moment. But first, Vic in Winnipeg writes us on Twitter. He is, uh, his Twitter handle is BomberFanVic. And he says, um, had to escape the heat in the peg last night. Humidex was 44 Celsius. Went to Landmark Cinemas and saw Tom Cruise's movie, Mission Impossible. Great movie. If you haven't seen it yet, I recommend it. Always enjoy your show. Keep up the great job of sharing your stories and life experience. That's from the great Vic in Winnipeg with a recommendation for Tom Cruise's movie Mission Impossible 4. Now, Jim Berenger, Jersey Jim. He's watching in New Jersey on Game Plus Television. He says, Rod got the three teams right on the poll with hockey bridesmaids. Hurricane stars and orders are correct. Hurricanes right there losing in the East Conference Final. Stars losing in West Conference Final and Stanley Cup Final. Thank you, Jersey Jim, for the backup. Regarding, do you want to play in Edmonton or Calgary? Dougal Cameron. This is interesting. That, that actually isn't what he was saying. Dougal Cameron's here in Calgary. Dougal, you got to, we're going to be watching Touchdown Atlantic here Saturday afternoon, 2 p.m. in the Century Downs Racetrack and Casino Lounge. Why don't you come down and join us? Since you're such a big CFL guy. He says Brad Treleving couldn't get the Flames to winning in Calgary. What would change in Toronto? The winters are the same. I will not immediately dismiss that question because I get it a lot. But it wasn't just on Brad Treleving in Calgary. And don't forget, he did not hire Daryl Sutter, the owner Murray Edwards did. So Brad assembled a team that we all thought, or a lot of us thought, was capable of going to the Stanley Cup final, and it didn't happen. The talent was there. Isn't this similar to what we're saying in Winnipeg with Kevin Shovel Day off? Their jobs to put together a talented team, and they did it. The general manager goes and shops for the groceries. The coach makes the meal. If you want to go down the road of saying Daryl Sutter burnt, burnt the souffle, do you do that? You know what I mean. The casserole. They put two banners up in the Raptors in Brad Tree Living's time. So think what you want, uh, whether you're a Tree Living fan or not. But a lot of people are fans of him personally and professionally. I'm one of those people. And I also think he probably, I would hope, learned something in Calgary about dealing with pressure. Canadian market. American players that don't want to be there. See if he transfers it to Toronto. Brian... Uh, watching in Hudson Bay, says my nephew from... Oh, hang on. First, 
but about Ryan Strasnitsky. He says, great interview. Sounds like a great kid with a great outlook on life. I still get sick to my stomach when I think of what happened in that accident. Don't we all? He says, my nephew from Calgary called me up the other day, told me to come for a visit, said if I come, he'll set me up with this, and he showed me a picture of a Flames license plate. I said to him, even the license plates want to get out of Calgary. Oh, come on, says the rider. How about that? Daryl Paquette from Sherwood Park, Alberta, writes in on the text line, the Progressive Insurance text line, 902-518-3033. He says, the Oilers will win the Cup. Enjoying the show, drinking cider in St. Pierre, Miquelon, France. How about that? Next time you How get back that? to Sherwood Park, come on down to Century Downs and give us a visit. I promised a sports update, but I never read it. The Toronto Blue Jays have a day off in Los Angeles. Well, actually, they're home now following their win Wednesday in L.A. 8-1. Whit Merrifield had a three-run home run, and Danny Jansen belted a solar homer in the victory. The Jays start a three-game series at home with the Angels on Friday. Shohei Otani pitches for the Angels. Free agent running back Dalvin Cook is scheduled to visit with the New York Jets this weekend, according to a source. The former Viking star could join a revamped Jets offense led by quarterback Aaron Rodgers and coordinator Nathaniel Hackett. I meant to get into that with Moose, and I forgot. Shame on me. But tomorrow on a football Friday, we're going to be joined by Pittsburgh Steelers alum, also Stampeders and BC Lions alum Ryan Thalwell. We'll get into the weekend CFL games, the NFL uh, projection game, because I'm still not done with the USA Today's win projection uh, article this week. I really love what they do. They're usually very accurate with it. We'll go all around the league. Last minute of play in the RP show today. We're brought to you in part by Landmark Cinemas. The sports updates are in theaters August 4th, Meg 2, The Trench. Meg 2 is an upcoming science fiction film based on the 1999 book, The Trench by Steve Elton, serving as a sequel to the 2018 film, The Meg. The story continues as we follow rescue diver Jonas Taylor, played by Jason Statham, and his encounter with a 75-foot-long megalodon shark. While in the depths of the Marianas Trench, the team is sabotaged by a rogue mining operation and must figure out a way to survive and battle new foes, both creatures and humans alike. Wow. In theaters August 4th, Meg 2, The Trench. Again, Football Friday tomorrow, Ryan Thelwell and Jim Barker will join us. Thanks today to Mo Egger, Ryan Strasnitsky, Taylor Shire. Have a great 22 hours, everybody. We'll see you at noon Eastern right here on Game Plus, The Key, and YouTube Live. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.